Good morning. Welcome to Mornings with a Stranger, episode 100. Woohoo! Crossing a threshold. So I'm coming to you from a weird place. Well, maybe not a weird place, but an unusual place. <laughs> an unusual location. It is a rainy, kind of coolish day that is just having me not wanting to get out of bed. And I need to change that attitude shortly. But I managed to get myself up, make myself some tea. But then the bed called back because it was warm in here. And yeah, I'm not usually one. Like, can't tell you how many mornings of my life I've had tea and while sitting in my bed. Not enough, maybe. I don't know. Maybe this is the first. <laughs> I don't think it's totally the first. Anyway, I should do that more often. You know those craftmatic adjustable beds, like where you can just move everything and get everything like perfect. Those are pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> so my morning thought that I woke up with is so it's a connecting thought. It's not the final thought, but the inspire inspiration, the inspiration for my thought. The song by Fun, the song Tonight We Are Young. The one that like starts out with the funky little beats and then the whole, um, how does it start? Give me a second, I, I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State, etc., etc., etc. So the next line is, and this is what was the thought process beginning, stumbling down some version of a hill. The next line is, my lover, she's waiting for me just across the bar. And I don't know why, but that struck me interesting as the whole concept of the definition of our people. Like, I, I like, okay, defining somebody by she's my lover, therefore defining that she is somebody I have sex with. I don't, what do asexual people call their partners? Partners, maybe? Eh. Do they call them lovers? I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious. Like, I'm interested in how we're using language and words and things like that. And so I'm, I'm, so my whole point or where this thought process went is the whole, so a girlfriend would not fit so great in the lyrics of that song. So I understand why he didn't use it, but it's interesting because we don't typically call people that in casual conversation. Like we don't typically call our boyfriend or girlfriend, our lover, because it's maybe divulging too much information. I don't know. But then, so my brain took this farther. In it's just fascinating, kind of, sort of, that we, so boyfriend and girlfriend, it kind of leaves the door open. You don't need to define if you're, if you're having sex with that person or not, which is cool. I mean, whatever, it, you know, it's your privacy. You get to not share that if you don't want to. Apparently, this situation, he was open to sharing that they have an intimate relationship. So where this went in my brain was just the kind of weirdness of how we define ourselves. So how we define people and relationships like gay or straight. Like we have such a weird in this world, cultural issue in this world, but in this country, cultural issue with sex. We are fascinated with it. We're repulsed by it. We're not we hadn't figured out our relationship with sex and sexuality and that's a whole nother 17 of these podcasts but uh, the fascinating thing that I'm trying to get to and having a really hard time articulating is the whole weirdness that 
we define people by who they're sleeping with, right? So even if somebody is gay, even if they're not a practicing gay person, like it's a, like I've met a guy a long time ago who was gay, but basically was like, I'm gay, it's against my religion, therefore I'm not a practicing gay, but I'm gay. So, okay, and his, we're, we're discussing who he's attracted to, but typically when we think gay people, we sort of go, like, I think, and I'm, I'm extrapolating this from many conversations that I've had in, with people in classes, etc. And I think it's maybe less now, but I think it's still a valid thing, especially for people, people who don't handle, like, the concept of being gay very well. There's this instant thought about that person having sex with other people and and I've heard this said by men especially when they find out a guy is gay it grosses them out because they think of that person having sex and that's gross to them of course they think of a woman who is a lesbian and then of course they think of her having sex which then of course is cool and by using the word cool I'm completely understating the fact that that's all of a sudden woohoo she's a lesbian let's think about her having sex with other people and it's an exciting thing, but it's not gross. Double standards. So delightful. So, but but it's this weird thing that we like define people in these categories. If you're straight, we don't think about it so much because you're in this acceptable category. You may be sleeping with people. You may not be sleeping with people. But you're straight, right? So you're under the norm. But then if somebody's gay, and that sort of we divide people out in the who they're having relationships with who they're attracted to and i guess i'm i don't know it's an interesting thing it's like we we are fascinated by that yet sort of repulsed by it you know if we find out somebody is gay we sometimes like for and i and again i'm thinking of the people who don't you know who are still really in the space, I, I don't know what people think who are okay with people being gay because I'm sure there's still, still things going on in their brain because probably it's there's some version of humanness or of that concept of different than my tribe, or maybe not. Maybe we get past that. I'm trying to think of my own brain and thinking that I'm kind of past that. Like that's not where my brain goes exactly. Um, I don't really know where my brain goes. I guess I should pay more attention to that. But it's not necessarily thinking of the person having sex when I find out they're gay. And I'm wondering if that's like, I'm wondering if that's true for women who are accepting of gay people. If it sends you to like this weird place, if you find out a guy is gay. And I'm thinking of conversations that I have with people years and years ago. I had a teacher and this was back when homosexuality was a little bit more of a weird thing. Like, yeah and the woman was saying how you know one of her co-teachers or somebody that she was working with was had found out that he was gay and and it created this instant comfort with him for her because it was like oh cool okay I like I can deal with you on a human level because you're not not that she was expecting everybody to want to get in her pants but it was just that she just said it was just kind of this weird feeling of being able to work with them on a very different level, on a on a professional level, and it took just all the other stuff out of the equation. And she said it was just like this really cool relief, right? And I'm wondering how often that happens more than we think it does or gives it credit credit for, or is that like are we past that in some cases? 
I don't fully think that we are. But I think it's more complex than that. So I'm just saying it's weird. It's fascinating how we divide people out. And then we throw sex on the table, which is something that everybody is mostly, many people are um, uncomfortable with. And so it's dividing somebody in a way of dislike. You know, somebody can be a great human being and then they find out, you know, they're gay and all of a sudden they're a horrible person um, and deserve to be ridiculed and othered and whatever. And again, we're getting better I mean, I, oh my God, it's 2018. We're, we're getting better in some parts of the country. We're not getting better in some parts of the country. But it is while I was hearing some news stories from like, and I think th- these have happened more recently, but the ones that I was hearing for, was like from 2010 and things like that, where the students, a student wanted to go to prom, uh, two girls wanted to go together and they like stopped the prom and created this whole scenario about inviting them the lesbian girls to a fake prom and then having a whole nother prom for the rest of the kids and it's like oh my god like wow I hope we're like I want to think we're past that we're not I know that we're not but some places are and some people are and yay for those people but I don't know so this is a very long way around saying that it's fascinating just the whole we find out something about somebody and we categorize them as gay or straight. And and I realize sometimes it's personality. That's a personality that gets us interested in wanting to know. And some people's wanting to know is more nefarious than others. Sort of meaning the are you in my tribe or are you not in my tribe, I guess. But it just, it's fascinating that we focus on it so much. And again, if you're heterosexual, then we probably don't think about it so much. Although clearly, like, <laughs> I can't help but go back to thinking of family values and some of that stuff and how many um, over the years when we find how many people who are saying they're, they're all about family values, that they are sex is, you know, blah, 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 sacred, yada, yada. And then we, fi- and we find out they're gay. I mean, my God, a string of them over and over again keeps happening, has happened for years recently we we've got child molestation in the church in a pretty intense way in a place that cuts sex off so clearly sex is a powerful thing makes people lie and it makes people cheat and it makes people do a lot of stuff and say and not live in any sort of like congruency from for many people granted you know, so so we see people in the in the media of how many people abortion is bad, but I'm going to tell my mistress that I've told everybody else that they shouldn't have to go get an abortion, et cetera, et cetera. We've gone over this probably, but I uh, I don't know. I just find it fascinating that whole thing, and and then you know the the whole defining somebody as my lover, you know how much of it is the I'm having sex with this person, yay! I'm having sex. <laughs> Uh, how much it is the connection that we're claiming in those statements and how much of it is ownership. And I'm sure it's a little different for everybody and I'm not sure what I'm, that I'm saying anything. I'm not sure what I'm saying is right or wrong or whatever, but just it's an interesting thing. And then if you look at history and who knows what the truth of history is, but if the just the where we've gone in thousands of years, like if it is true that the whole it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village to get a woman pregnant, if women had sex with multiple men and then everybody raised the child, all the fathers had a stake in the child. So then 
it created more of a community because you don't know if the kid is yours or not and you or you consider it if if this is true if you consider the child a collection of semen that creates the baby and therefore you now have to raise the child um, what a different world that must have been like I would love to see that work now like how what would that do to our community if it, it did take a village to raise a child you know if we still didn't know <laughs> whose kid was whose and so women could have sex with whoever they wanted to and then baby pops out and everybody takes responsibility because it might be partially theirs kind of thing I don't know. It's fascinating. Um, Anyway, sorry. This is um, my thought stream for the day that I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea for me to do these in the morning before I've really woken up. But and and after only a few sips sips of tea, which is I'm just usually a little more out and about. And maybe my blood is flowing a little more and more concisely. That I think is really arguable. So anyway, Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for checking out the website morningswithastranger.com to check out the other podcasts. I've noticed my podcasts are getting longer lately. (laughs) I don't know if that's true to my uh, mission of a, a quick thought process. So I hope you're enjoying them. Feedback is always wonderful. Being via the website, via the Facebook page, Facebook at Mornings with a Stranger. No spaces, at sign Mornings with a Stranger. If you go to the website, and I would love it if you would, and be grateful if you feel called to support this in some way, you can go to the website and go to the fun stuff and support the podcast. And if you are an Amazon shopper, Go ahead, take an extra couple clicks. That would be so awesome. And purchase your order. You don't have to pay any extra. Just go through my website and then poof, a little tiny bit of your purchase will go to our little bucket of supporting the podcast. And then Patreon. I have a Patreon. So if you go to the website, you can find the little P for Patreon and become a patron. Click on that and support my little world. I would be grateful. And again, would love the feedback from those of you guys who are listening. Thank you so much. Thanks for letting me spend time in your world and your mornings with you and my mornings with you. And um, yeah, so thank you for indulging me in my little experimentation that has, has continued to go and grow. And I hope again, I hope you're enjoying. Thank you very, very much. If you have topic ideas, you are welcome to throw them on the Facebook page or connect through the website as well. All right. Have a really, really, really great day. Enjoy your morning coffee, tea, or, um, or whatever it is that you're having. All right. Bye. Bye.